Socrates. Hippopotami. Agathocles. (laughs) Jumanji. Geometry inside of... uh, Inside Cat- of Jumanji. Ca- catastrophe. Breaking. Damn, I am this like white boy is getting real lyrical with it. He is about to bring back real hip-hop. We better real. shut him down. Yeah. Lazy, ladies and gentlemen, real hip-hop is back. <laughs> and we're and he's, and this king of the suburbs has done it. <laughs> yeah, this 16-year-old from... Uh, <laughs> from fucking from like Grand Rapids. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, from Grand Rapids, Michigan. This this fourteen year old from Iowa City, Iowa is the <laughs> hottest new thing on the streets. He's just like Eminem because his best friend is a child of Nigerian immigrants, also from the <laughs> suburbs. So he's basically B Rabbit. <laughs> oh, this is uh yeah, you know. It's the podcast. Uh this is the Hobson cast. The Hobson cast. <laughs> We all we have uh, we all have the contacts in right now. That's right. I actually can't see in front of my face. You know, I'm blinded. I don't know how he does They're it. They're giving me eye damage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This these these contacts are giving me eye cancer. What does uh, Hobson these think? Pretzels are making me thirsty. <laughs> what does Hobson think of COVID? Uh, we should, well, we man. should just look up. We should just watch yeah, like his the, recent videos. The scientists whole... want to get you in in the. The, in the lobotomy. The lobotomy. <laughs> I didn't want to the, say lobotomy. Let's watch the entire No Jumper interview. Don't you want to watch like an hour of him talking to Adam Damn. 22 with a mask on? I just no. want to hear him go, lobotomy, astrology, <laughs> technology. <laughs> that shit oh, is very, that is way funnier than it should be to me. Yeah, Dude, geez. it's so funny. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> Yo, this new track, we got hops in. Uh, Eric Clapton and, and the kid, the kid from the cover the of the kid from the Nirvana of, cover. Uh, never mind. <laughs> hey, we're you know, they got a, got, got a couple things. That's, that's an uh, Abdu Rozik's gonna sing the hook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, is that the squeaky rapper man? No, <laughs> no that's, that's the, the, the see. I thought you were doing. No, that's the bait. That's the one of the babies. Hasbulla's that's friend. Hasbulla's, uh, the That's one. the baby. Oh, it's the other one. Yeah, his foe. Dude, that, yeah, I watched a video where it's like Abdu Rozik is a has a great song, and it's literally just like auto tuned, and it. <laughs> Yeah, it sounds like a. <laughs> I was like, "Damn, this fucking sucks." I gotta show you the videos of him in Holy Dubai. Shit. It sounds like an alien landing. I mean, I'm not. I'm doing. I am doing a bad example of it. I saw. I saw a video of him singing at a party where he can sing. He's he can't Was not. Was he sing. actually singing though? I believe so. I don't know. You fucking sing better than I can. So you put it. You know. I think if you were, uh, if you had some time, some money to like really hunker down and learn to sing, I think anyone can do that. I, I think probably uh, yeah. Most people just need guidance. I just want know? to learn to spit bars though. I'm trying to get real yeah. lyrical with it mostly. Bars. <laughs> Dope bars. Dope bars. <laughs> Dope bars. Uh, we're just playing around, guys. But we are. Um, we'll be doing an interview soon with a special guest talking about uh, the gay agenda in hip hop. Uh, oh. We really want to del- dive into that. Topic. Yeah, the zesty agenda of yeah, the, the hip hop. Fat, fat Joey. Yeah, fat Joe's gonna be on the podcast. Yeah, Joey, Joey Crack. <laughs> Joey Crack. Joey Crackladani is uh, coming through. He's gonna break it down. <laughs> Crackladani. Joey Crack cries while talking about the gay agenda in hip hop. <laughs> a- after Lil Nas X has sex with men at BET Awards, and he shits his pants too. And then it's just like a clip of him him being like, 
just looking sweaty. Like he Fat Joe a has a of, scary message like, for he, the he actually, he actually just ate too much uh, spicy chili that yeah. day, and <laughs> he's can't believe it, man. He's like, oh man, I'm crying here, man. I'm, this is. This is awful, man. It's like you, you didn't see the clip two minutes ago when he was eating a chicken wing. <laughs> a nuclear chicken wing, nuclear. yeah. I'm the fighting th- for my life, man. And it's that's just, yeah, it's just like, dude, you just ate a chicken wing, man. <laughs> it's like he does that before every one of his videos. But, though, but so the he- YouTube video, yeah, literally would be something like uh, Fat Joe loses everything, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Something like that. Uh, well, for those that don't know what we're talking about, there, are, there if you don't know, there is a why would they a know? wide range of uh, <laughs> some people might uh, of, of like YouTube's and like instances on Instagram too. Really on any social media, it's like tabloid like, YouTube channels, tabloid yeah. stuff where they will take just anything rap, like black culture, maybe related, and like make it usually edit it in like the worst fucking possible way. Like, literally, like, there's clips of people do- going live on Instagram. And try and, like, kind of frame... What's being said in the most sensational way. Yeah, it's... and then you watch the video, and it has nothing... It's, like, nothing that it's is... Totally yeah, it's, like, just, like, a Celtics game. It says, like... Yeah. No, it'll say, like, Fat Joe fires back with a scary message for Little Nas X. And yeah. It's just, like, a video of Fat Joe on Instagram live, possibly crying... Where he says a bunch of shit. He's talking about a bunch of shit that, with no context, that doesn't make any sense. And maybe he mentions Lil Nas X once. Or the ones that are like Illuminati ritual at DMX funeral. And then it's just like, I don't know, like a video from his funeral where a light looks looks weird. Yeah. And then what what they love to do, and it's just like, I've been watching, I've watched dozens, if not hundreds, of these kinds of conspiracy-like videos with rappers. They love slowing shit down for some reason. Yes. So yes. like it'll be like a great one was Eminem is possessed. Remember that one? <laughs> oh, and then yes, they they're like here we zoomed in on his face and slowed look it at, down by look like four hundred. Eminem's mouth as we zoom and in then, and slow it down eight hundred times like slower than normal. And his mouth looks fucking weird. But he just it's looks super pixelated and fucked. <laughs> he just looks really stupid. Yeah, he looks dumb. It's like and it's, wow, there's the ghost right there, and it'll like highlight something it's like that's where that's, that's like, where the de- that's where devil the devil came that's out of his a mouth. shadow i think my yeah own, the one about eminem the doppelganger oh my was god was the funniest one i've ever seen they were like drawing like his hairline showing how his hairline has changed look you know at, over the past 30 years guys, or whatever look at this man he's like dude <laughs> he's close like look at look at his hair look at his, his nose. hairline is different it's different and that means like he's not the same. Eminem from like 1991 to like 2021. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, I wonder what the the 50-year-old man the would look like. The one picture they had was fucked up, though. He looked like a wax statue. That kind of freaked me out. He, dude, he is a fucking, wax statue. Every celebrity looks fucking insane. Yeah. Like, also, like, it, here's another thing. Everything looks insane in, like, 4K. Like, That's especially true, yeah. if they have, like, mo- they have, like, the motion thing motion blur or whatever it is that they have on tvs i remember we went to your parents house one time and like we were watching tv and it looked like like a fucking uh soap opera but it wasn't it was like some like oh right it's, it was like, like it was like a movie yeah, yeah and it was like why does this look so fucking weird yeah you and don't because they do yeah. they do like 60 frames per second which for video games very good movies and TV 
too much. No, very bad. Bloodborne, they got to please remaster it in fucking 60 FPS because goddamn that sucks that it's not. But please do not do anything above like I think it's like 30 or something like that for movies. Or like 28, I think. Yeah, I don't like second. the Super HD look. I, as a matter of fact, everybody I've ever talked to hates it. Yeah, no one likes um, it. Yeah. No one fucking likes real. it. It's not real. It's... Like, nothing looks like that. It's, um, like, what is it when you have, like, something that's, like, human-like and, like... Uncanny um, Valley? Uncanny Valley. Yeah. It's, it's what it is. It's, like... Also, like, having years and years and years of, like, us watching something like this... It's not like it's being slowly, it wasn't being slowly transitioned into now we're like this. It's like, it kind of was like a pretty abrupt switch over a few years. And I I think that's, our brains can't like picture that. We can picture normal life like that, but like through the lens with all the other effects that they do with lighting and crazy shit with movies, too fucking much. Keep keep it low, FPS. But uh, like I said, not in video games. Keep, Keep that up. Um, but we got a lot, lot, a lot has happened the last uh, few weeks. Uh, how, how are we feeling? We just played a show HR did and Holy Water last night. Yep. It was pretty fucking good, I think. Yeah, it was fun. You guys were both bands were really good. Fed Ash from oh, yeah. Syracuse was also very good. Um, I have had a really bad week and drank way too much for a week and I'm getting my shit together now today, but... Hopefully I'll be good today on the podcast. I fucking still am having weird shit happen post COVID. I'm like stuttering occasionally, which never used to happen before. Um, oh. I think so. You're s- getting the Joe Biden effect. Yes, I'm getting Joe Biden action. Um, but if I sober up a little bit, maybe it'll go away quicker. I don't know yet. Um, you know, the show, the show was a good time. We got some. Uh, yeah, what's been in the news lately? Kanye West album just came out. We Everyone's listened to that a little bit. Shit, about that. Yeah, it's pretty weird. Apparently, uh, Uni- uh, Universal released it without his like, without him wanting to to come out, and like one of the songs wasn't on it. So, I'm not. I'm not. I don't give a shit. I've seen people being like, "Yo, this shit's really good," and it's like, mm, that's definitely couldn't be stretch. me. I. It's an hour and it said it was like an hour and forty seven minutes or something like that. Twenty seven songs and it's like Marilyn Manson's on it. Marilyn Manson's on it. It's that's for me it's just it's too long knowing it's Kanye West. Especially since um Ye was which I think came out before uh Jesus is King or is that the album? Yeah, yeah it did. Yeah. Jesus that, is King was hilarious. Ye was really good. I fuck. I love that one. Um, I liked Kid See Ghosts too with him and Kid Cudi. That one was really good. Both those seven songs, yeah, like twenty some minutes. Perfect, perfect. Like yeah, I want more. But like the fact that he did like, I think a Pusha T like album. This is like twenty nineteen. Pusha T album, seven songs. Produced that. I heard it's pretty good. Did Yay, Kid See Ghosts, and some other stuff. He's dropping all this stuff in a pretty consistent, like, time frame. Even though it's short, you get, like, enough. Yeah, Versus right. every headline, that every picture, every post I see about Donda, it's like, what is what is going on? I don't... It sounds is, like a shit show. Yeah, But I'm I think, not, like, everything involving Kanye West is just always going to be a shit show. Because he is fucked. Yeah, I'm, I'm a big Kanye fan, I think... 
most pretty much a lot of stuff he's done is really really good and he's always been on the cutting edge of like hip-hop but uh i think his like what he's been his influence has uh dwindled over the years and it's less about production and shit and more about um just a spectacle he is a great celebrity though yeah one of the only famous people where i do I don't actively keep up with what they're up to, but I generally enjoy any news I hear about him. It's usually entertaining. It's funny. Um, whereas a lot of other famous people now, I'm like, I don't even know what your deal is. I well, you don't know what care. F- famous people are now. It's um, people on TikTok who uh, have videos where they like don't do anything, but yeah. like you know, like fifteen, thirty million people watch it. Yeah. The 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 TikTok thing that I have noticed that I fucking hate is the Lip syncing to a song, but the captions are to something else related. Oh, I haven't seen that. And it's really fucking conf- like it confuses my brain. My uh, the primitive I think what the primate part of my brain. Right. Yeah. And uh, I just my lizard part has to like catch up to it. You got to get the rocks out of your lizard brain. The fucking... I've been thinking a yeah, lot about the fucking way that TikTok is actively affecting, like, the music industry because now... Because, okay, it's all streaming. Physical releases don't matter. So if you want to blow up on streaming, literally the best way to do it is to have a part in your song that is conducive to people making funny little videos on TikTok about it. That is the best way to blow up in the music industry. Yeah. There's a rapper from the UK named RD who's, like... I'm not a fan. I think his shit is, like, really, really cringy and, like, not great. <laughs> RD for really dumb. Yeah, yeah. Um, But he has, like, this song with a bar that's, like, kind of funny, and everybody, all these fucking British kids made fucking TikToks of it, and now he's, like, one of the most streamed rappers from there. And, like, everybody who's actually into rap music there, I, th- I think, generally thinks he sucks, as far as I can tell, but he's fucking Sad. TikTok, man. Yeah. You hate to see it. Yeah. Yeah, that shit. That shit sucks. I, I think a two million uh, TikTok streams should equal one play. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right, because that means not like people. It are, doesn't count, yeah, man. No. Like if I listen to a song on a radio for thirty, if I'm scrolling through the radio, that doesn't count. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, I don't know. I think I think the the way streaming rules are gonna, the way they're applied, I think they're gonna have to drastically change. Um, I I'm probably gonna write a whole thing about write streaming. A whole yeah, thing you about got a lot streaming of thoughts on that. I have a lot of thoughts. Like the my biggest thing is that like ultimately, with the dwindling of the middle class and like access to you know media being like more expensive, like something like streaming was like inevitable because the music industry had to do something. Uh. Higher ups and Spotify, you know, I've talked about it's like it's not like streaming isn't about making money. It's about getting access, like having people get access to your music, which Mm -hmm. is like people say, well, that's bullshit. But at the end of the day, like anyone, any one of us is like kind of like on equal footing with like the music industry. Like it's way more equal than it was like 20 20 years ago. Like we can. I've uploaded all my own music for the most part on Spotify and other streaming platforms. Like I pay for my own shit. Like we don't have a manager. I'm not paying anyone else extra. Like I just pay a yearly fee to DistroKid. 
don't fucking know. Like, like at this point, a label is there for people who uh, have some sort of success but don't want to work. Right, right. You know? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. They they don't want to know how to like they don't want to try and get like like the only other thing I think can think of is like people wanting to do like have like guest features more like it's it's kind of and like connect, and getting connected with producers and stuff too yeah exactly it's about it's more to me I think at this point labels you got to speak into the mic a little more a little more okay yeah um I think it's more about connections it's did, like did what? you order food I yeah think. oh I did order food there's someone oh okay. Sweet. Uh, one second. Excuse me. Uh, yeah, I think I agree with most of what he said about streaming. It it, it is. It's been helpful for. Uh, again, I'm following like the rap scene a little more than I used to now, and like, I don't know. There's fucking like 20 year olds who have like songs that have been streamed millions of times, and like they don't. A lot of them don't even have albums, but it's just like one track, and like. I don't know. That's that would have been that's something that when I was a kid wouldn't have really happened. Like how would you do that? Wouldn't have happened on MySpace, that's for sure. No, no. One thing I remember from when I was a kid, you mentioned the radio as well. And I remember this and I've looked it up since then. I can't find any information on it. It's like a Mandela effect thing where I'm like this was really bizarre. It seems like it couldn't have possibly been real, but I remember it vividly. I used to surf the radio a lot when I was a little kid, and one time I came across the six-second station. All they did was play, like, the best six seconds of all your favorite songs that were on the radio. So what? they would play, like, just the hook from fucking Smells Like Teen Spirit or whatever. And it was that was how it was advertised. And their little, uh, what the fuck are they called? The little things they play between songs where it's like, you're tuned into Stingers or whatever yeah. they're called. They would do that, that and it'd be like, just the best parts of your favorite songs and it would be i swear to god and it was around for a couple weeks and me and my parents would listen to it and we were like what the fuck like why are they doing this and then it disappeared they stopped doing it i've tried looking it up on google since then and i can't find anything but i swear to you i fucking listened to it the six second station i think they might have been beaming a psyop to your you and your parents might have been yeah yeah if you've heard of that let us know please do Uh, check our instagram email us because I've never heard of that. That's crazy. And I if remember... You, like, if you're from Rochester, I guess, right? Yeah. Or if, I mean, maybe Anywhere. they did this other places, too. I don't really know. It sounded... Maybe it was a national thing. I have no idea. But it's crazy because this was before social media or anything, or fuck, let alone fucking TikTok. Like, they yeah. just thought, oh, people just want to hear the hook of these songs, so we're going to play a bunch of hooks, I guess. Which is like, no, that's not how it works. Not like, at all. That's not how music, like, I don't think, like, our brains work. And I think that they're, like, trying to, like, program us like that. But it's, like, I don't know, man. Like, I remember someone uh, on the Punk Rock NBA Facebook group that I was in kind of tried to insinuate something like that. Where it's, like, what if you make, like, a song that's just a hook? Or what if you took the songs of just the hooks of, like, some certain songs? And, like, you could do that and that'd be good. And it's, like, I don't. I don't think that's like why I like the songs. I think there's like I need you need that build up to get to to that fucking moment. Of course. Just I mean, obviously. Yeah. I mean, that's the purpose of a good hook is it's sort of like a release after that you've been building up to to the rest of the song. If you're going to have a hook in your song, which not all songs do. But yeah, um, I don't know, man. It's fucking it's fucking weird. But um, 
What was that? What was I saying before I went to get? You're talking about streaming and how it's. Uh, sounds like you're kind of pro streaming. You think it's. A I'm net not benefit. necessarily pro. I can't say I'm really pro any. I mean, like at this day and age, there really you don't really have an option. Yeah. yeah. So, um, because here's a, here's another far truth is that like if everyone wanted to just move to physical media, like we couldn't. Like we just fucking yeah, couldn't. Yeah. We don't like fucking. You can't do vinyl records. They're all clogged up. It's gonna be probably. I think uh, the HR redundant pluralism split is coming on an LP oh, next year, yeah. like maybe late next year. <laughs> so over sucks. a year, maybe a God year, maybe damn, nine months. Fucked. Fucking sucks. Because you have people like let's do the Beatles. No, no, we got to do game. this Ringo Starr single from you know this, this year Christmas Tomb single Raider soundtrack. The Tomb Raider Tomb soundtrack. Raider soundtrack <laughs> starring nobody that anybody would ever want to hear ever again. You anyway, hear this song that's been on something else. No, do you like Tomb Raider? Yeah. Do you like the movie though? Do you like Nine Inch Nails? No. <laughs> you want to you want to hear the worst nails. shit ever? <laughs> you want to hear the Nine Inch Nails B sides that were, weren't good enough to go on any of the records? Like, I don't know, man. Like, so we, we vinyl and that's like, who knows how long this is going to last? I, I think it's going to last a little longer than people expected. Well, it. not for nothing, but it would help if like they didn't do a record store day for like every month. Yeah, like, that's a little ridiculous. That is, I mean, it's like, I swear, like, it feels like it's like, I, it's I been constantly like four. Like, record store day. It's like, what, hasn't there already been like fucking like three or four already this yeah. year? Like. I mean, we did a whole episode, and then there was, like, oh, another yeah. one a month later. Yeah. I was like, what the fuck? We and I'm sure, I kind of feel like there's another one coming up, too, probably. Jesus. Like, in October. See, the issue is, is that, like, and I remember someone that, I, I don't begrudge them for this, but I remember posting about how I got an ad for, like, the Persona 5 soundtrack, which is a video game, that I have been playing and is really fucking good. I do like the soundtrack. But it's like the soundtrack on vinyl, and it's like, this sucks. Like, fuck this. Fuck you if you listen to this shit. Like, you're right. a fucking loser. <laughs> Nobody's buying that on vinyl. Well, don't know. The people that buy it don't listen to vinyl. Yeah. Don't listen to records. Yo, like, if, if I could get the Jet Set Radio Future soundtrack on an LP for cheap, I might. Like, how cheap? Less than records cost. I don't know, fifteen dollars. I was gonna say ten bucks. Yeah. yeah, I guess that makes sense. Yeah, that's a good soundtrack, man. It's got like, it's like know, the beast, it'll be thirty-five. Yeah, or like thirty-five at least. Do that. Like Tony Hawk's Underground. Put that shit on vinyl. I'll yeah. buy that. No, that'll be like fifty. That would be well. That would be like you know five records. That also be one. like yeah, like three fucking LPs. Also, like I don't think you would want to because like the. The thing about those, about like video game soundtrack stuff, especially when it's like an OST, like an original soundtrack, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. is that like the way you use it, the way it's used in a video game, like we got, we got the battle theme, we got like the rest area theme, like you don't like choose to listen to that song, like, you know what I mean? Like it, that's why CD, that's why you would want a CD. Right, not a, not a vinyl, yeah. It, it works, makes sense for CDs, and it would make sense for streaming. Kind of doesn't make sense for vinyl because, like, to me, a video game soundtrack isn't something I would want to listen to. Like, the songs and the sounds are for specific things, and like being able to like go through them in a chronolo in like a chronological order makes no sense to me. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I like the Mother Two. I forgot what uh, Earthbound. Earthbound, great soundtrack, but like, 
Doesn't need to be on vinyl. Doesn't need to be on vinyl, man. Like, come on, come, come on, on, Jack. Come on, man. Come on, Jack. So we got. Uh, let's take a uh, take a little break here. Get a word from our sponsors. Hey, folks. Tyler Hammer here. Wanted to talk to you about Shirley Rhodes Records, one of our sponsors. CJ over there has fine wares for all of our viewers and listeners. And uh, I wanted to talk to you about a couple things, specifically foreign, uh, that I had in mind this uh, week. Uh, we're talking about Malobstra from Colombia. That's the first one. A symphonic black metal band. Uh, and I, I put symphonic in quotes because uh, it's not your emperor or cradle of filth, I guess. It's kind of more on the more esoteric, like mid-late 90s, like black metal stuff. Songs are pretty short, you know. You ain't got no 10-minute long epics uh, weaving tales of Lord of the Rings. Uh, no, these songs are compact and a lot of really cool catchy riffs and hooks. Uh, I recommend the album El Fruto de la Discordia. Uh, he actually, actually, CJ has put out every single album uh, that Malabstra has put out. And it's worth uh, definitely worth looking into. Uh, I think any fan that enjoys the more compact kind of black metal stuff and enjoys keyboards specifically would find something entertaining uh, in this. Your mic isn't on, so you can't say anything, Jake. Uh, and aside from that, I would also recommend another band that speaks Spanish that's Nashkul from Spain. I believe they're from Spain. Pretty sure. They're Grindcore band. Uh, and if you're into Grindcore, you probably are aware of them. But if you aren't, a great fucking band to listen to uh, in terms of, you know, just raw and fucking dirty. A little death metal influence, if I recall 100% correctly. Uh, and CJ has a bunch of copies of their album Karkava and uh, I, I highly recommend that if like I said if you aren't a fan of that band or have never heard of them and you like the kind of more dirtier raw grind that isn't like mincecore or too raw they're a great band to check out go to shirleyroadsrecords.bandcamp.com once again that's shirleyroadsrecords.bandcamp.com link is in the description if you want tell them the kings of punk sent you and uh keep an eye out for some more stuff coming uh cj's always getting new stuff there worth checking out every once in a while peace yes 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 what's up it's me the rapper yeah i'm eminem i'm em yo it's me eminem what's that's up? what he sounds like he sounds like hey what's up hey everybody <laughs> yeah, what's up i'm eminem yo hello my, uh, oh, my name's eminem <laughs> Oh, rapper. Kill uh, my Haley. <laughs> Wait, which one's Haley? Haley. Yeah, that's my wife, right? Is that the wife? Mama. Who's no, the daughter? <laughs> oh, fucking kill Haley. Trailer. Oh, shit. Spaghetti. <laughs> Yo, my fucking Detroit. Plate. I'm gonna kill this plate of spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so I'm fucking killing. hungry. Yo, yeah, I know why I'm talking like this. <laughs> I'm using the Detroit accent. <laughs> yeah, what is spend a lot of time with Bambojera? Sound like uh, it's probably like, like it's us. The same as ours. It's like still uh, the still the inland north accent. You know, it is crazy. Like uh, in my work, I've noticed like this. Uh, some of these like older women who come in who definitely talk like that. Like they got yes. the Minnesota Maisel, thing going on like crazy. Real nasal, real fucking. But like they they do like the the Minnesota thing too though. Lisa's Olga. liquor baron. 
Yeah, like the, yeah. It's like, what the fuck? It's like why? What was, what was that? Lisa's liquor burn. Oh, burn. In Penfield. <laughs> um, you just get on the four ninety there, and you can go to go over there to the the liquor burn. The Melissa, liquor burn there. she has a very her accent. It's gnarly. Who? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Melissa. Oh yeah, yeah. That is that is a great example of what that accent sounds Absolutely. like. Absolutely. I was I didn't know it was going to be that like she was even going to have one. Oh yeah, Wisconsin. Oh yeah, big time. Oh yeah. Wisconsin. Wisconsin. <laughs> so it's it's great. I I, I like there it, in Wisconsin. There use the use of the word there where it doesn't make any sense is wonderful. I'm, <laughs> yeah. What do we use that's like that? We do that. People around here do that. Not people, there, but do we have go, anything that's people go when they go oh. Like if so, yeah, I, I I have always I feel like I've seen, saw memes always, that are about that. ope, and it's like I just fucking feel like I've always said ope. Like, Wait, what? I don't do that. Oop, it's oop, like oop, if you're oop. like if you're like getting somebody's way or something. Yeah. Or oh, okay. Oop, let me you go know. through oop. here. Yeah. Oh, but uh, on to uh, bigger and better things. Bigger uh, fish to fry. Let's let's quick, get onto that that Nirvana. Uh, real quick, I, I I I wanted to just clarify. I do like like listening to video game songs, uh, and <laughs> very I, important. I just I want everyone to know that I'm just not a hater. You know, so if We've you see me listening hating. to like the battle theme from Final Fantasy X in my car, and I'm just having a good time, like don't please don't call me out, like. I'm trying to get canceled. But um, you know who's really trying to cancel some people? The baby from Nirvana. Never mind. <laughs> the baby from Nirvana. I like that. What is that. his name? The baby. It's the baby. Yeah, remember when the, the baby, baby from that band that. Nirvana. The baby from Nirvana saw that there was a rapper called The Baby, and he was like, wait a second. Wait, was that's a, me. I was a baby, too. We, um, should, we should read like an article about this. Let's let me see what try let's and pull see what's up out fucking there. Yeah. something. But see if Rolling Stone. Fill, maybe fill in our it. listeners, maybe in on so it. You kind of know the gist. From what I understand is the guy who appeared on the Nevermind cover as a baby, I believe, because his parents knew people in Nirvana or something. Um, he is, you know, every like fifth year anniversary since the album's come out, he's like recreated the cover in a pool. I believe, and has gotten money from that too, probably. But he is now trying to sue Kurt Cobain's estate with the charge that, like, the cover. Nirvana. Well, not Kurt Cobain's estate. Nirvana, the band. Okay, that's a little less shitty, but uh, I mean, mean, if he really wanted to sue somebody, he should just go after Courtney Love. I mean, I I think she's she's probably part of it. Maybe there is the Nirvana estate might not even be run by like anyone. I think it's it's not one person. Like it's like his daughter, maybe. I, the, dude, it's not one. It can't be one person. It's probably like a corporation in and of like universe or like I don't know, yeah, what, like Warner yeah, Brothers Tyler's or something. Right. Anyway, anyway, he's he like is trying to argue in court in a lawsuit that the cover like constitutes child pornography of him, and um, you know I've been told. You know, you got to believe survivors, and uh, I've seen a lot of people online doing a lot of victim blaming and. Uh, gaslighting this man about his own trauma and that's not okay guys yeah uh, cut it out the fact okay. that he already made a bunch of money off this and he would theoretically be making more money from a lawsuit doesn't mean you get to not center his 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 voices and we need to respect his voice we're not trying to suppress him the bodies and spaces of survivors like the uh dipshit who's trying to sue nirvana currently yeah um I think he's just. Which what Spencer, I'm really trying to say here is I hope he gets that bag because it's really fucking funny. His name is Spencer wins. Alden. Okay. I mean, at the end of the day, who gives a shit, right? 
this is what I think. This is a truly important part. It's like let's let's cut to the conclusion. Who gives a shit? Yeah, but, right. Does this matter? No, this I is think really it's funny, and I want to look into funny, and I'm about to look into like what. Because from what I understand, uh, legal experts have weighed in on this and said this is a frivolous lawsuit. He has no case. But I'm going to look up now so we can review it. I have an article. What? Okay, up. yeah. I want to know what his actual case is because he can't. you can't sue someone for making child porn. Like, child porn is a criminal charge, obviously, and, like, clearly that cover doesn't constitute... <laughs> I mean, that's stupid. I mean, so, you know, there yeah. might be some sickos who, like, do some weird stuff with that cover. Yeah, I think yeah, Kurt exactly. Cobain even himself was like, if you think of something sexual from this, that's kind of on you. Yeah, you're you know, a sick. I, I have seen a lot of lines. people in comment section saying, like, they are weirded out by that cover and it makes them uncomfortable. But Yeah, I which got, I get it could that. be. I understand that. Like, yeah, cover, there's but. a lot of stuff that I've kind of seen cover wise that should that you yes you should be weirded out and like grossed out maybe by it to some degree um so this is from tm's uh, not tmz pitchfork uh let's see here l in a lawsuit that also named photographer kirk weddle or weedle but weddle and the labels behind the album's release eldon claims he has suffered quote-unquote lifelong damages end quote and says his legal guardians never signed the release, quote, authorizing the use of any images of Spencer or his likeness or of his likeness, and certainly not of commercial child pornography depicting him. And that's so funny. He's also suing for distribution of private sexually explicit materials, negligence, and what's described as, quote, sex trafficking venture, where Eldon <laughs> was forced to engage in commercial sexual acts while under the age of 18 years old. <laughs> Eldon is seeking damages, what? attorney fees, and in, an injunction to prohibit all parties, quote, from engaging, continuing to engage in the unlawful acts and practices described herein, herein, and a trial by jury. The permanent harm he has proximately suffered includes, but is not limited to, extreme and permanent emotional distress with physical manifestations, interference with his normal development and educational progress, lifelong loss of income earning capacity, Loss of past and future wages, past and future expenses for medical and psychological <laughs> trauma, loss of enjoyment of life, wow. and other losses to be described and proven at trial of this matter. I believe wow. he has literally made money off of this. It would be so funny if the judge like immediately is just like, no. That would be almost as funny as if he won. <laughs> that is that is a crazy, that is fucking like crazy. Now, here's, here's the thing. I, uh, from what I believe reading and seeing is that like he his name is like not on the album i've never owned Nevermind, but yeah. as far as i know no one knew what he who he was until he fucking revealed see it. i was yeah. actually just thinking that it's like dude if you it's like you just shouldn't have said anything man so well he said it because he wanted fame and money from that and i'm sure he oh, got money somehow. oh yeah he did he like recreate the album he's gotten like he's like Sign stuff with fans and all that, like of Nirvana fans, which is really funny. Which is <laughs> in and of like, itself. you I'm, must be a psycho if you're like, I want my Nevermind LP to be signed by the baby himself. <laughs> yeah, like the weird, the the bad, uh, the the sex traffic victim, the sex the trafficking cover. victim that's chasing a dollar bill on and, the cover. And then when they're signing, it's like, can I see your penis? Is it that small still? It, does it still look the same? <laughs> yes, it does. That's that's the thing. I you know I think really what is the issue is that like well like okay. So as I said, he revealed, I believe, that he was yes. the Nirvana baby. To which 
I think as a news story is worth a hundred dollars. Yeah, like, yeah, I don't even know over a, a hundred years. I don't know about that even. Who who gives a fuck? I don't give a shit. Like who? Oh wow, the Nirvana. That's that's who it is. It's like what do you what do you might what do you want me to do? Wow, the guy, like, the baby, he grew up to be a huge loser. Who knew? So the idea that he wasn't able to get jobs because of this, it's like, well, oh my car was on the cover of Abbey Road. They're walking past it. Yeah. So therefore, like you know, like yeah, how so how that deep means the can Beatles stole my car? Yeah, somebody should sue. Like, okay, here's the thing. What about a little album called Virgin Killer? The fucking Scorpions thing? Scorpions. Yeah, I actually have some fucking questions about that. That that shit is fucked. Yeah. That is a little Um, fucky. Um, Germans are fucking perverts. You know, they they play with their shit. different, Different time. So, you know, I, I guess within context, probably... They probably wouldn't do it again. No, know? I think they changed it later. I think fact. they've changed it since. But, like, I don't know, man. Like, it, I don't even know if that's an actual, like, photograph or if it's, like, a painting. We should look into that because that's kind of um, – that. that is actually a fucked up, like, sexual image of a It's a little minor. fucky. Yeah. What about, what about uh, blood, guts, and pussy, I think, right? I don't think there are any – Those are, like, grown women. Yeah, those women. are, like, grown women. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, but isn't that fucked still? The lyrics I mean, on that album are pretty fucked. Like yeah, the lyrics are. They're covered in blood, and there's like a like a dwarf that's covered in blood. Like how how like how much can one do where it's like this is like I guess the idea behind this is <laughs> Sorry, that like because he was really a baby funny. that like he couldn't consent to any of it. But like you your parents could put you in the stupidest outfit ever, and like you can't really consent to it anyways. Yeah. So, like, how far does that, like, get you? You know I, what I mean? I don't know. Lots of libertarian freaks have made... This is why they're obsessed with the age of consent thing, because they're like, how can we figure out consent in our perfect libertarian That's, society? I, I think their conclusion true, came out maybe. to something along the lines of parents literally owning their children. But Yes, I have seen that before, and it's like, that is... Yeah, I don't know, man. Like, who... who like, what why are you, are you even thinking about that, man? Like... <laughs> I don't know. Maybe people should just not have kids anymore. What I about that? What we needs to happen is we're they're just going to have to redo the Nevermind cover without a baby on the cover. We need someone who's old enough and can actually say. consent. Like they I should can have think like of a, someone. They should have like a hundred year old man do it. Who a, cer- a certain eighteen uh, year old from Dagestan? <laughs> <laughs> social media should say oh jesus <laughs> wow i mean technically Damn. you're right it wouldn't be cp <laughs> that's such a funny image damn that actually dude that would be so funny if it's like the never mind one this is the the ninth the the, the, the 30th year anniversary edition that's gonna be like the 50th yeah, year anniversary on the cover <laughs> Yeah, in 2041 or whatever the fuck, the 50th yeah. year anniversary. That's going to be the baby man from uh, Russia we doing the it. the Russian TikTok kid to, to do the Nevermind cover. Uh, Damn, that would actually. Just because fuck this other guy who's trying to sue them. Yeah, what if they're just like, all right, you know, we're just going to change the album because at the end of the day, no one gives a shit anymore. He like still has the hat on even though he's underwater. <laughs> he's got the little Muslim hat. He's got the monkey. The monkey's <laughs> down there too. 
damn. Yeah. I don't know. I hope that guy wins that lawsuit just because it's the f- funniest thing I've heard in a while. He's not going to win. What they're no, probably going to. And no here's the thing. To it. No one. Um, like it would be a little different if more people were on his side. But I don't really see anyone on his side. I've been defending him because it's funny to me. I like saying, telling people they need to stop gaslighting have, him about his own trauma. That's I have seen really s- fucking someone funny. <laughs> on my Facebook timeline defend it, and like, and it's like, you know, he's gone through like trauma, and we can't like determine like how our trauma works, and it's like, yeah, yeah. I guess, man, but like, you know, it's like everyone's seen his him nude. It's like, dude, take it from me, someone with a penis. Your dick doesn't say the fucking same. Like, I should not. I don't know. I mean, I mean we don't know about don't. this kid. That's the maybe thing. this kid. Maybe, dude. That's the only thing that makes sense is that his penis hasn't grown. So, like, whenever someone sees his penis, they go, "Baby name," and they go, "That's you. That's you, right?" Oh, that's baby why, dick. Oh, baby <laughs> dick. Like, is baby. he? Oh, god damn it! Not, not again. Not I'm my curious dick. to see, like, if the lawsuit even moves forward at all. How in court, what he presents as evidence that he has lost wages yeah. as a result of this. I, would, right. I really want to know what he's even going to yeah, try to say. I would say probably be the op- Well, see, here's the thing. Like, the fact that he's gotten anyone to give him any money for participating in the uh, the cover. Yeah. Is like, it's like, dude, you should be lucky. Because, like, like, I remember reading something about how he's like, yeah, he lives with his parents and he... <laughs> He's like a loser, and it's like <laughs> that's so sick. What if he, he would have been a loser regardless? It seems. Yeah, like. even if he didn't yeah. have his like that picture of his baby dick on the cover. It's not like he. It's not like they were like, all right, let's take a picture. Also, this baby, this baby of yours, you got any ideas for a song? And he like came up with a song or something. Like, like he wrote, he wrote uh, half the songs off of In Utero. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. In Utero. Right, because he was in Utero <laughs> when he wrote him. I, <laughs> just Utero. saying it like that, in Utero. A, a woman's uterus. Yeah. I, <laughs> well, that's the name of the record, isn't it? Or am I pronouncing in Utero. Right? In Utero. Oh, okay, I don't. <laughs> Jeez. I thought you were doing a bit there. Utero, oh, so, Utero sounds like a, that's a little Italiano kind of. In Utero. It reminds me of Tig Nataro, actually. <laughs> I had a girl get mad at me because I, fucking I, hate I kept pronouncing it. Uh, pistachio nuts. I just always said it like that. Pistachio. Pistachio. Pista- and she was, say, she was like, it's called a pistachio. And I. Well, you know why <laughs> you're saying it like that? Why? Is because you're a huge fan of Master of Disguise. <laughs> and um, Dana Dana Carvey and that. Dana, not funny Carvey. Dana not, <laughs> not a funny guy. No. As he was on known on SNL, Dana, not funny Carvey. Um, <laughs> his character's name is. Pistachio disguisey. That I did not know. <laughs> no, my ex- my excuse that I pulled out of my ass, but like said it so confidently that I believed it myself. Is I told her I was like, no, it's pistachio. That's an Italian word. It's that's how you're supposed to pronounce it. Which it's, it's not. I made that up. I simultaneously made that up and thought it was true. Um, Damn. It, pistachio that's awesome. is that's how sick. pistachio is how you're supposed to say it. But fuck S- that. It's pistachio. Sometimes you have to fucking alter the universe to like fit See, that's, your. That's, yeah. that's why that's I say in utero. In utero. I want. I want. I want that. The inf- Inuyasha. Inuyasha. <laughs> Inuyasha. <laughs> Inuyasha by uh, Nirvana. <laughs> uh, let's take another quick break here before we head on to the final topic of discussion. It's, it's going to be fucking volatile. We'll oh say hell least. yeah. 
Hey, Jay Grazer here. Um, I did not go to work this week, so I had a lot of time to check out tunes. As my roommates, Tyler and Tim, could attest, I was mostly listening to music that sounds like the L.E.G. Show soundtrack. But I took a break from that, and I checked out some music from our friend Syruphead Recordings. Uh, haven't visited that website in a, in a little bit. Wanted to see what he had going on, if there was anything new. And there is. There's He has an upcoming release by this band Swarm from Japan. It's Swarm with three R's. I showed them to Tyler, asked him to describe, or Tyler had heard them before, and I asked him, how would you describe this band? And all he could come up with is, they're Japanese. And I think that's pretty accurate. It's one of the most Japanese things I've ever heard. As you know, we like this stuff. It's like grindcore, but uh, combined with, and in terms of the vocals, if you've heard Paintbox from Japan, it's a bit like that. If you haven't heard that, uh, check out the Kingdom Hearts soundtrack and kind of like mix that with Grindcore. It's so Japanese. I love it. It's not out yet, but I'm looking forward to picking up a copy. I also gave a spin the uh, Autodidact Scab Addict split. That's a cool one. If you heard our recent Noisecore episode you uh, and you're a fan of that stuff, definitely check that split out. It's cool because it's uh, Scab Addict. You know, that's another friend of ours, Seven. Uh, just good straight straight up noise core stuff and autodidact is similar but what's interesting about them is the vocals are like more like power violence style like old no comment style stuff and i was really stoked on that um syrup he's got a ton of other stuff any kind of extreme music you're into you can probably find it there especially if you're into gore grind he's got a bunch of new stuff along those lines looking forward to that swarm release we'll have a link to syrup in our bio he's on instagram he's on store envy and he has a promo code used promo code cop pod k-o-p-p-o-d and you will get 15 percent off your order um this month specifically this month so get those orders in asap I will be doing the same, and uh, yeah, definitely go check that out. So, just to cap off the Nirvana shit, I will also note that I read there was like an interview that guy was having, and uh, he was talking about wanting to get the members of Nirvana to do something, and he was mad that like... He had to, like, talk to, like, lawyers and stuff. Oh, instead of, like, the band. He couldn't, like, talk to, like, Dave Grohl and Chris Novoselic. But it's like... And they couldn't dig up Kurt Cobain's, you know, skeleton to get a word from him either. Yeah, his bones weren't chattering pretty good. (laughs) He said, nope. Um, So it it seems like he's, like, a salty bitch. Uh, He was mad that he couldn't, like, like, get coffee with Dave Grohl to talk about this? I I mean, I don't know if he wanted to do that, but, like, it just seems like... It, it comes off as, like, he is salty and, and frustrated. And honestly, here's here's another little thing. I don't think if it wasn't for the QAnon save, save Our Children thing, I don't think he would probably go the child pornography route. No, he's trying to appeal to something that's, like, you know, has some traction currently. Um, I don't think even those people would take this fucking argument seriously, though. Because no. it's not like he's going after fucking Nancy Pelosi or, like, people yeah. they don't like. Like, the whole QAnon thing, it's like... Yeah, everyone I don't like is a pedophile, which is a really comfortable. It's a fun worldview to have. Yeah, I've, I don't I think mean, they have any true. Yeah, yeah, know. I don't think they have any beef with Nirvana like that I know of. I mean, see, um, they the the Q people would be like, "Well, did they drink your blood?" Yeah, and I'm sure yeah. he'd be like, "No." So they're like, "Oh, fuck you!" It's I, I'm it, you I aren't am a victim. Reeling a little bit from what you just said because like 
about him like expecting to like personally talk to it's fucking like, yeah. Why does he think he's important? <laughs> like, what yeah. is going on like, with dude, this guy? Um, like, uh, d- d- are, are, that's did crazy. You, are you really just learning now that Dave Grohl is like a fucking douchebag asshole? Like, yeah. Yeah, come on. Of course he doesn't want to talk to you. He's a fuck. I, mean, I wouldn't like want to talk to him prick. either. It's a, yeah. it's a fucking, like, no, he's like, a, I guess technically a model who appeared on their album cover. As a baby. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. the fuck? This is insane that he would think that. I would. I think there was also a thing on TikTok where, like, people were talking about the album being, like, bad, too. So I maybe it might be just, like, a lot of different things kind of form, like, funneling and like finally. musically bad? Like, is that album falling no, out of favor? No, no, no. I mean, I don't think so. You mean, musically, like, the, I think the it's artwork so good. is bad? The artwork is problematic or something like that. Ah. So. I know the artwork... There's a lot of people who don't like it because they don't like seeing a baby's dick and it's like weird and disquieting and it kind of is, but uh, I don't know, man. It's a fucking. Well, I mean, did they ever? That was never on like a shirt or anything, was it? I don't I think, think so. Probably I've not. No, I've never seen it on a shirt. Yeah. Also, like all like the big songs on there, like you wouldn't know the album. It's not like the album got big because of it, uh, because of the cover. You got big because the songs on there are really because fucking Because Smells popular. Like Team Spirit is a really good song. Smell Like Team Spirit. <laughs> Smell, that's the smell of Team Spirit. So, talking about another song that stinks, you know, has a real stink. Because real that stink one is kind of oh, stinky. I forgot we were going to do this. Hell yeah. Let's, we, I mean, let, let, let's be real for a second about Smells Like Teen Spirit. That song is kind of, it's been overplayed in the stink dome. Oh it, it yeah, it's it is a really good song, but like it's a good song. But it's like, stinky at this point. Yeah, the, the the first like five songs in that record are like overplayed at this point. Yeah. yeah. So, but yeah. like the rest of the songs were fucking great. The last song is fucking awesome. I forgot Incre- what it is. Incredible that they had a. Imagine having an album with like five like huge radio hits on it. Yeah, man. Insane like, and crazy. What Ridiculous. are the other? It's like uh, what in bloom, in bloom. Uh, come as you are, right? Yeah. What are the other two? Maybe not five, but dude, even if it's just three, it's like that's yeah, a that's lot. Good. Yeah. A fucking record, like, and then the other, I don't know. It's a it, Nirvana's a great. I, I I'm not a huge Nirvana fan, but great band. I, I think I, I'll give it, give very some good props too. Yeah, um, but a person who's not good and hasn't been for a very long time. <laughs> yes, very overdoing. Uh, just needing to check out of life. Uh, yeah, the music scene. We'll say. But I mean, but life too. Also, yeah. Life too. Let's be real. I mean, yeah. Like if we just want to keep being real here for a moment. We'll tell you, of course, about uh, alleged guitar genius Eric Clapton. <laughs> um, a legend. Like, alleged guitar god, <laughs> Eric. Motherfucking Eric. Clapton. The music I haven't listened to that much. I used to li- I used to listen to Cream. Um, Yardbirds were a good band. <laughs> Eric, um, I'm racist. Like, Clapton. He is super Layla, racist. Or er- Derek and the Dominoes. That album. Uh, is that lot, shit good? Lot of lot of play for me in my uh classic rock years. Um but man, that here's here's the thing real quick, it's slight tangent. The idea that like and I think everyone, every scene, every group of like, you know, kind of of this kind of thing does this where well, the sixties, late sixties, very early seventies, all the guitar pros from there, greatest, greatest that ever happened. Nothing to ever beat them. They're the best. Same thing with the early 80s hardcore. It's like, oh, this is the best. No one ever be better than this. You know, same thing with like early 90s death metal. Oh, this is the best kind of death metal. Anything after that, it's false and sucks. Um, 
I mean, '90s hip hop. '90s hip hop. Oh, this yeah. golden era will never be better than this, and no one will ever surpass it this, or ever change. This Nas record will never be surpassed. Oh, also, yeah. Nas is never going to put out anything worthless uh, good a- again, again after this one. Yes, but he's—they're the best. They're the best, and will never be this better. This is—we're uh, not going to go on a huge tangent with it right now, but this is relevant to. Uh, me and Tim were reviewing the Rolling Stone like top 500 greatest albums list, which yes. has been updated for 2020, post-2003. A um, lot of changes yeah. on there, and I will say they – a lot of picks I did not agree with, as expected, but they did a decent job of not doing what he's describing. Like, it wasn't all fucking, like, old shit yeah. that people have been fellating forever, like – uh, I remember in 03 it was like that because in 03 it was probably still a bunch of old rock critics like guys you'd expect working there. So Sgt. Pepper's was the greatest album of all time. Lester and, Bangs. Uh, it's like four right? Beatles and four no, Bob Dylan albums. Been, like he's the been top dead 10, for decades. But, really? Well, it, it actually isn't that. It's like probably top 50. You know, oh, I mean, maybe. yeah, at least like that. Whereas oh. on the new one, it's got like the list has like two Taylor Swift albums on it. Frank Ocean's on it. Uh, Marvin Gaye is number one. Like they definitely. At first glance, I was kind of thinking like, like what Tim said. It was like, oh, they're like trying to like diversify this to be woke or whatever. I hate even using that terminology, but you would expect them to do that. And if it was like the same people who put the list together in '03 trying to do that, it would have probably been really hamfisted. Oh, probably would have been even worse. It wouldn't wouldn't have seemed legit. I think it is legitimately just they have different people working for fucking Rolling Stone now. Oh well, yeah, they have younger people. Well, I think so, so. It's a wider selection of stuff, and yeah. I think originally the list it wasn't even like writers. It was like people from bands. Really? Like yeah. Oh, it's that's a kind weird. of maybe maybe kind of like how they do like the Oscars or whatever it is where they have like I don't know if it was a I committee a think, committee of people I, that's what I assumed it was I mean I just I remember in the in the first edition they had like the list of like all the people it was like you know a bunch of like like old it was like a mix of like older and then more contemporary at the time you know like you know Jack White Billy Joel oh, so it is so it is kind of like the Oscars picking okay. it sounds like so yeah, yeah probably more diversified academy so to speak so now definitely yes which is I, I think good in terms of avoiding what you're describing of just deciding like yeah it is impossible to be better than the Beatles it's impossible to be better than Bob Dylan like it's I don't know it's not probable like you're probably not going to be better at writing lyrics than Bob Dylan but I don't we don't have to like get be totally static think, uh, in what we think is so great another good point you brought up is how um if, I think if they were actually trying to be like more on that, like uh, just just shoehorning in fucking like, like black people to try and look better, yeah. And that, like you said, like they would have you know removed the Guns N' Roses album like entirely. Guns from... N' Roses was pretty high too, if I remember oh, really? correctly. Yeah. They were like, I mean, it's a good 60, album, I think. Yeah. So I listened to it recently. Yeah, it's great. but you mean the spaghetti incident, right? <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Um, but you know who doesn't. Belong on that list, period. Yeah, Eric Clapton. Yeah, he deserves to be on there less than Juvenile, who was on there. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so he has a new song, and he's had some couple other songs recently. But what's it called? This has got to stop. This has got to stop. Yeah. Um, To quote, yeah, very. To quote a friend of the podcast. To quote a friend of the podcast, he said, "This is what I think of when I hear Eric Clapton being played at all." Um, <laughs> this has got to stop. This has yes. got to stop. <laughs> um, it's it is he has gone like if you don't know, Eric Clapton has gone like full like 
COVID is the worst thing ever. And yeah, by that, I mean how people are reacting to it. Yeah, not the disease. And what the government's yeah. doing. I mean, he the is government. always, he is, I think people underestimate or don't, just aren't aware of like all the like blatant racism from him in decades. Like not just recently, like even in like the 70s, I think. Oh yeah, like, I was like, going to say, that dude is always 74, 75, he had like, yeah. he was like railing against fucking immigrants in Britain. Like literally saying like screwdriver tear shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, well, that's Ian Stewart. Well, apparently that's actually what I learned in the Ian Stewart biography I was reading, that he was uh, I was I was attending all oh, Eric Clapton he's, he's doing, concerts. He's reading his own book. I was attending Eric Clapton concert because I'm a huge fan of the little little stuff. And he made me realize he blues that, music. He made me realize that they shouldn't be in the country. They shouldn't be in the country. <laughs> well. And now you'd say 75, but you weren't racist in 75. You know, another guy, very racist from England, Elvis Costello, too. That I was not aware of, really. I swear I heard that he called Ray Charles, like, an ignorant N, like in an interview. That I never heard of. I got to confirm that. That would bum me out a little bit because I I do kind of like. It it might have. It was either him or Eric Clapton who said that. I think it had to be. It's either the guy that we definitely know is racist, or the guy that we might might potentially. Guy I've never heard of that before. We'll uh, confirm this later. Um, Damn that! (laughs) I bet Eric Clapton would have said something like that. Oh, totally. Yeah. Which and it, it is galling like coming from a guy who literally made his career off just playing blues music like not even just i'm not even making the argument of like oh like black people invented rock and roll like and yes that is true but like clapton it's even worse than that it's like he's playing straight up just playing the blues yeah they're playing the blues 100 percent um you do have to i i i do not uh subscribe to the idea that like and I think I've talked about this in previous episodes that like music is built by like a singular person or maybe even a group wow. of people to a degree. I I, I looked that Elvis Costello thing up. Yeah, it is. He did say some. Oh shit wow! When about was James that? Brown and Ray Charles? When Whoa. was that? 1979. Damn. Okay. I mean, I'm not saying I think that's he right. Probably not recently, would have retracted yeah, that sure by now. He, would have he probably does that. Says so. he was drunk too. Oh, okay. You know what? People, uh, people were edgy, man. If punk was still happening, you know, like what's is he sober? Him? Is he alive? Yeah, I think he's, he's still, still alive. alive. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know, maybe he's maybe he's sobered up. I, I think, uh, you know, uh, yeah. Some people say some things people that they end just, up regretting. Yeah. And uh, you know, hopefully he's uh, grown through it. But you know, Eric Clapton hasn't because he's been writing a lot of anti-lockdown songs. He did one with Van Morrison, which that bummed me out because I actually do love a nice amount of Van Morrison's music. Uh, I don't really care about Eric Clapton's shit, but and it's really fucking. It's. All the stuff lately has is it's garbage. It's total shit music. It's, I'm watching it. Is this it right, now, right Jake? now? Yeah, you're playing. Yeah, play into the microphone. Maybe have the people hear it. You gotta really get it to the speaker. Really, I think your speaker's on the top of your phone. I don't know. It doesn't seem like it's coming we through could, very I, well. It's it's it'll be easy enough to edit. Like I can play with it and get I'm it not in there later. Put it in there. Um, I'm not gonna pay royalties. Yeah, we don't to, want we don't want people to, to get. To your I never said we were gonna pay royalties to him. He's gonna get us. He's gonna come. He's gonna he's it gonna throw his kid off the roof and then come get us. <laughs> the fucking, he's gonna throw his kid at us from a roof. <laughs> it sounds the music sounds like fucking hold music. Yeah, it's it sounds really bad. But then I think if you we listen look up to the it, lyrics. you just go, oh well. This kind of music always sounds like this. It just sucks. There's, yeah, there is no garbage. reason for new blues kind of music. Maybe for, for the, like, the most part, because like, yeah. how much can you explore a genre after like well, ninety years? You know who has really 
um, made the blues like you know they've made it heavier. Who Metallica? Oh, you're right. With their Blue. blues model, they're you know Saint Anger, Lulu. That's say, blues. Stevie Ray Vaughan already came out. Like I, we don't need Eric Clapton around anymore. No, yeah. there's no fucking and he, purpose and then for Steve it. Stevie Ray Vaughan was like, "I've done my <laughs> yeah, job. I, I gotta yeah. die now." <laughs> Yeah. Time to die. <laughs> so yeah, the, people think he, like, it was an accident, but he actually killed the pilot. He, he realized, And yeah. he was like, well, hey, we're dying. Like, oh, the ship's going down. <laughs> Can't stand this shit anymore. The fucking chorus for this anti-lockdown song says, this has got to stop. Enough is enough. I can't take this BS any longer. <laughs> yeah, it's... It's Are you fucking literally, kidding me? It's literally Clapton? old man yells at Cloud. That's, that's yeah, what yeah. I say when I see Eric Clapton has a new CD coming out. <laughs> <laughs> you just go walking up to the fucking manager at Walmart being like, <laughs> Enough is enough. This has got to stop. I can't take this BS anymore. I can't hear you. Sir, what is the problem? The new Eric Clapton album. <laughs> Get rid of him. <laughs> Here he says... I can't move my hands. I break out in sweat. I want to cry. I can't take it anymore. Uh, guess what, Clapton? Like, I got COVID, and uh, it, that was how it made me feel. So, like, maybe take it fucking seriously so I don't fucking have to get it again. Like, and then I will be able to move my also, hands yeah. normally. Also, anybody with as much money as that asshole has, uh, you know, absolutely no room to complain about. Uh, yeah, I remember anything. him being like, yeah, I got what is the it shot, doing I got the him. vaccine, and it, f- it fucked me up. They, they put it in my ass. Yeah. They put this big needle in my asshole, and they said, and it's like, uh, I don't think, Eric, I don't think that was the vaccine. I think there was something different. Eric, yeah, you went to the wrong building. You went to the place big, next door to where you get the vaccine. This big metal object going right into my asshole, and it was, uh, it was, it was the one of the worst things, one of the most painful experiences <laughs> I've ever. You know, about 12, 13 inches long, I I can't I believe, believe how bad these lyrics are. I mean, it's it's the old man He mentioned something about his kids. It, well, yeah. It's, find find the line for that. It is like grumpy old man, but the the level of writing is like a child wrote it. It's like Bobby Abs wrote yeah, it. There's, there's yeah, no, like, there's no imagination or symbolism or like extra like... There's one line where he's... he's okay, there's a little bit of wordplay here that I actually kind of like. So he says, thinking of my kids, what's left for them, and then what's coming down the road. The light in the tunnel could be the southbound train. Lord, please help them with their load. The what's of- left for them? Uh, the the Probably the fucking hundred billion fucking dollars you got in your bank account, you yeah, fuckhead. Yeah, with your fucking catalog that you have. Stupid for piece fucking, of shit. That songs we fucking played from your fucking catalog. The light catalog in the tunnel the southbound train years. line. That's okay, though. That, that's you know that's the only wordplay in the oh, song. Though. I'm just the, more offended, honestly, that he thinks wow. like his kids are going to be fucked when it's like... No man, like they're set for life. Yeah, I mean, stupid fancy. A lot bitch. of other fucking unless problems. he like drops one of them out of out of a window again. Again, or, right? Like, fucking. Well, uh, see, that's what he's alluding. He's like, I want to murder my children, or spends all his money on drugs and stupid bullshit. Yeah, when is that guy gonna OD on fentanyl? Or if when his kids get croak? fucking COVID? <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, well, he can't because he can't play any shows, which is funny because like. That's what he's whining about is that he can't play shows, I guess. But it's like that he can't be a super spreader and, you know, get the whole world infected with this COVID. Neil Young was like, yo, if you play a concert, you're fucking bad because of COVID. Like he's like doing the opposite. That's what I would expect Neil Young to do. He's also like 91 years old. So I get why he doesn't want to get COVID and die. Yeah. Yeah. I'd like to just live a little bit longer and not have to like die if fucking awful death. Yeah, and the only really like, I got at least another good 30, 40 years in me. Like, I can't die anytime soon. Yeah, he, he's not. He's, almost, he's probably 70. 170, yeah. 170. That's going to suck for Neil Young, guys. It's uh, going to be a drag. 
Neil Young, I see. It's funny because Neil Young, mad good albums. So much good shit, yeah. A lot yeah. of good shit. Like Even and, that new wave record he did. Oh, yeah. What, Trans, that, that one? Yes. Trans. Yeah, that record is nuts. That is a wild <laughs> He's ride. He's insane for doing yeah. that. Record. And then he was like, yeah, I'm going to do like a, a Boogie Woogie album right Hilarious, that. yeah. <laughs> that That's a man that's like, dude, this this guy rules. Yeah. Well, the fact that he was like doing this shit in like, what was it, like 1981 and 82? Yeah. It's like, yeah. yeah, man. Like that is, it's like he was ridiculous well, how out of touch he was. I, no, moment. well, he wrote the trans album be- because he wanted to like communicate with his son more, who I believe was autistic or something like that. That I didn't know. Really? That's fascinating. I think, it, I think it literally is something like that. Like the idea of like, I don't actually know. Maybe I'm wrong. The but Boogie like, Woogie record and shit, and even trans too, I always read it. Let's be him being out of touch. I thought he it was a fucking piss take because he like owed his label like more albums he had like a six album deal or whatever kind of oh. like a me- metal machine music situation <laughs> yeah. but not as I fucked mean, up if that's the case i could see i would probably I think, do the same thing then yeah the boogie woogie thing was more like an ode to probably like an ode to like his child you know, his child early influences and stuff, early influences yeah. and stuff like that like maybe it might be like a little bit like taking the piss out but like but, i think there yeah. is like some sense semblance of I mean, meaning yeah like, I, I agree like you're Probably not gonna a get a real young Wolfie. album it sounds like chuck berry or yes yeah like 50s like uh, and it, you know, he's like playing a gretch and, and like dressed up like that too <laughs> okay <laughs> yeah go- go- goofy ass shit but i mean i don't know fucking harvest one of the Best albums. He's, he's, he's one of the only like old, uh, one of the only rock and roll guys from the generation we're talking about with Clapton and shit, who is still around and I still think is cool. Yeah, like, yeah. And I'll be bummed when he dies. Like, fuck, like, almost all of these other people that I can think of. Like, unfor- unfortunately, because some of them made music well, I really like. Speaking of that, I th- it was funny how you said uh, uh, Charlie Watts passing. You're like, why did the only good one? Yeah, it's like no why shit. is he the first one to die? Yeah. Because we live in the because fu- we live in a world ruled by a fucking demiurge that delights in human suffering and evil. I guess so, why. man. Like I, I am yeah. fully agnostic now. I think that is that is the reality of the situation. I will also say he was older than the others. Ganesh and Vishnu struck him years. down. <laughs> yeah, they didn't. They those guys were like. We must take care of him. Like, I wish Pete Townsend wasn't a pedophile and an idiot, but, like, that's just the way it is. It, it sucks, is what dude. It is. Yeah, all the ones that yeah. die tragically, yeah. like, they just suck. Pretty much, yeah. And, like, I don't know if that's going to happen with a lot of the people that we like. <coughs> I mean, I don't know. As far as I know, none of the people that... I, I, maybe it's just fame that does that to you. Because, like, is someone is anyone in Poison Idea like a fuckhead? Like a complete kind like, of, I think, but not I mean, like kind that. of. Like, <laughs> I, know, I, mean, I know maybe they they might know, have been. I don't know about now. I know Slayer hippie fucking like robbed like a pharmacy yeah. at one point. That's probably because like I, it also sounds like he was really he was a fucking he like regretted yeah, that. Yeah. I think yeah, too. I don't think like I think he was trying to turn his life around after yeah. all that shit happened. Rest in peace. Um, but, yeah, I don't. it's not like they're, like, um, checking the child pornography to make sure it's okay. I need to do my research. research <laughs> it's a little bit of, of a chicken and the egg situation because I do think being famous could do, like, bad things to your brain. But also, think about the kind of person who's, like, really determined to become famous. Like, they're probably yeah. fucked. Like, if they're determined enough to actually do it, like, that's... 
that says something about them. So, and I will say it was so much easier back then. You just like had to like kind of do something. <laughs> it didn't even have to be like <laughs> well, that. Dude, good. I mean, th- no, but like that's like today too, though. I mean, like 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 I said with the TikTok, it's like uh, motherfuckers like, who like do, who like just stand there while a song plays. But the there's also like, so those, much more competition at the same time yeah, for that a reason. A trillion times the amount of competition. Yeah. You have to be doing so much more. Like the responsibilities of someone in a band now are like it's like tenfold. Than like someone in 1969. Yeah. Like ba- basically, yeah. it was like, you don't have to drive any, you just have to play. Like, yeah. that's pretty much it. Like, there's a reason why Black Sabbath wrote like four albums in like three years. Because they didn't have to it's do Because shit. they didn't have to do fucking jack shit. And like, that was like, and it wasn't like they had been playing for like three or four years before that. Like, no, they had like, a nut, they had Earth. I guess Earth was like, for, yeah. They just changed their name. Like, so they were jamming for like a year or so, but like, I don't know. Literally, all those bands like one year in, and they're like, "All right, we're we're playing uh, Carnegie Hall to uh, fifty thousand people, or so like you know five thousand people, and we're doing a, an hour and a half set." They, like, they got their dole checks. I mean, yeah, it's well, yeah. crazy. Yeah, I'm thinking about it now. The idea that like if you're in a band, you have to do everything for your band. That started with punk and like especially with hardcore, but also even post punk like DIY stuff in England. That's where that started, and at, at that point, it was, we're doing this, like, partially it's because we have to, but it's also, like, proving that we can. Like, a band like Black Flag, like, a band where it's, like, we book our own tours across the world. We do, like, we have a guy who's our guy who does the artwork. We, we put out our own records. Like, that was new, and that was, on one hand, I think, liberating for a lot of people to realize, like, if you're willing to put in the work, you can do that. Like, you don't need a big label to like pick you up and be like, yeah, we're putting you at Carnegie Hall. You can do it yourself. But at the same time that (laughs) this is kind of interesting, like that cleared the way for like what we have now where it's like, okay, you have to do that. Like they proved that you could. So now it's like everyone has to, it doesn't matter what style of music you're making, even if it's totally mainstream, like you have to do that. And then Um, a label will like really only pick you up if you have like, they're only doing it because you already have something to offer. Yeah. Um, I, I watched a really good uh, Anthony Fantano did a good video about that, like about like how labels like kind of opera are operating, like things he's seeing. It's like like a bad baby. Great. A good example. So it's Jesus, like, yeah, at the end of the day, <laughs> she didn't have to do anything. You know what I mean? Like or she could have done everything herself. Like well, she did. But. She probably was like, I'm not fucking doing anything. If I don't have to work and I just get, like, a cut of my shit taken out, like, I can, like, kind of focus on my other shit, even if it's just not doing anything. So That's what I would do. I don't, yeah. I think a lot of people do that, but I also think that, like, you don't, I'm, I guess what I'm saying is you don't need to. She could have done this, everything all by herself if she really yeah. wanted to, which would be very, much more impressive. I just think... Uh, Labels give you, uh, yeah, if you're kind of lazy and or you don't say. really have as much, uh, you know, they can kind of push you in a, in a way. They can further they can further get you somewhere. But, like, for the most part, nowadays, you already have to be a few steps up. You have to be Black Flag to, when you start out. You have to do, like, the same shit that, like, a punk band would do in yeah. any style of music, which or was not how it always was, which kind of like sucks. Rich. Yeah, and even then, you're probably... Yeah, if you're not doing all the work yourself, you have to pay someone else to do it. And you got to know Rich Piana. Rich Piana. <laughs> R- rest in peace. Like a label's not going to fucking p- 
pick you up at your first gig and just put you on like they would have in the 60s. No. It doesn't happen you, anymore. You have so. to have already put in the work, and then they will carry you forward, and you lessen. they will lessen your load. It's pretty essentially what they're doing. Yeah. They're lessening your load, and you can like kind of lose a bunch of money. It's pretty emblematic of like why so many things suck so much, because the DIY ethos was like a liberatory thing in the 70s, 80s. And now it's just been like incorporated into a system, into the system to like n- maybe not have the same function. Because now it's like, okay, these people took the initiative of doing this. If you're in the industry, that you can just look at that as like, oh, that means we should expect everyone to do that, and it just means everybody has to work mm-hmm. more unnecessarily. But yeah, the unless uh, you are related to somebody who works at a record label, yes, yeah, which is like. Uh, I don't even know how common that is anymore, though. People like Bill, like Billie Eilish, she like her family was like involved within the entertainment industry, and like no offense, like like I, I'm not I'm oh, not gonna no you offense. I mean I offense. I'm I'm not trying to shit. I'm talking about like I guess what I was gonna talk about. My parents aren't weren't very um, supportive, I guess, in a to a degree of like me playing music and wanting to play stuff, especially guitar. Right. They weren't like, oh, you better be practicing. Like it was like you fucking want to do it so you fucking practice like I'm, I'm, I'm just what I'm saying is is that like I think by merely having parents that are supportive of you like that's a huge fucking boon like and mentally knowing yeah, that like someone sure. has your back in a, in a way and like what you want to do and then uh, even if your parents are in the entertainment industry like uh, writ, you know at large like that puts you in a fucking whole nother group of people and whole nother uh, level of access that like someone like us just will never have. So yeah, even if definitely. your shit isn't that good, like they can get someone that is good or they can like get you in with a producer who's going to who's a genius. Who can you, yeah. Like, who can like maybe get your raw talent and like get you somewhere, get you A to B faster than, you know, having to, you know, maybe instead of four years, it'll take you a year. Mm-hmm. All right. Now you're already there. Like, yeah. I don't know. So that uh, and Lord is like that too. Even though I like Lord, I'm listening to her new album. But like a lot of Lord, lot of stuff. Miley Cyrus. A lot of uh, stuff was like that. And like you know, well they work really hard. It's like yeah, but like they they already had like fucking help. It wasn't like they did. It came right, out of they, nowhere. They already got their hand out. Yeah. Like and like. Yeah, I think I you, think you still have to have some talent. Like you do have not, to have the, some talent. We're, we're not saying it's it's not an issue of not having talent. It's just an issue of how much oh. legwork you have to put in. Like yeah. the, I'm sure there's fucking people whose parents were like in the music industry, and despite the best efforts of said parents, like the kid's music just fucking like, sucked right, way too they, much for that yeah. to happen. They like, probably sounded like William Hung or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, there's some William Hung kind of people. I mean, remember yeah. the YouTube shooter? Oh, the like, crazy, the crazy her, Iranian like, lady. Parent, wasn't she like I don't from a rich so. family? Oh, she's from a rich family. She wasn't from like a entertainment. No, what I'm saying like, is that like money doesn't mean anything. If well, you yeah, really that meant she had time to talent. make her weird videos. Yeah, yeah. So you you'll have like if you're rich, you have like you have the a resource that poor people kind of don't have, which is more time. Depending on what kind of rich person you are and how you make your money and how yeah. what kind of money you got, yeah. So usually, sometimes I'm talking about like their children for the most yeah, part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like if you're a rich child, you're you probably have more time and more resources than a poor person. Yeah, for sure. So that to me, that's a big factor. That's a kind of a huge factor. That's why I am 
I don't know. It's really impressive to me when I see musicians like making a name for themselves and like making amazing music. And if I know enough about their biography to know that they are coming from the opposite of that, it, yeah. is, it is incredible and it's kind of inspirational and uh, kind of daunting in a way too, though. It's like, damn, how the fuck did you do that? And like, uh, you know, people talk about like, I, I guess something that's kind of related, but unrelated maybe is like, you know, there no, there aren't, as many like people are like opting towards like rap music as opposed to rock music. Yeah. And it's like, I mean, there's trends are one thing, but I think the, the resources needed to be in a rock band and play guitar based music and stuff like that is like much more than rap. Like you need fucking like, if you're talking about like a normal four piece band, guitar, drums, vocals, you know, bass, you need you need a rehearsal spot. Everyone needs to have fucking have had lessons. You also need the general drive to do so. Like yeah, most people, especially in fucking cities like Los Angeles and like the East Coast and the coastal yeah. places, like where rent's super fucking expensive. Like, yeah. Good luck getting a fucking rehearsal spot, and then good luck having anyone that would like a fucking property owner that would want to convert it to. Rehearsal spots as opposed to housing where they can make probably five times as much. Yeah. Or just like convert it into condos and then sell the condos to BlackRock or whatever. Yeah, just sell um, the property. Because that's what the actual goal is for any business owner in America now is to sell the business to somebody else. Yeah. Not, it's not about filling a need anymore, but that's another topic. Yeah, I mean, rap with rap music, I, I, obviously the big question would be like production and your beats. Um, I will say that if I'm not mistaken, and I, I don't think I am, like, making beats is time-consuming and hard. Being a producer is pretty hard and time-consuming if you want to be good at it, if you want to have your shit be not, like, comically terrible. So yeah. I, I, I that's uh, was what I was getting at earlier. It's impressive to me that people who are, like, not rich at all are, able, are like, dedicated I don't think to fucking it's, put their nose to the grindstone and do that. To be fair, I don't think it's probably – it's probably not that hard. Like, I don't think playing the Ramones Good is that production. hard either. Yeah, I mean, and yeah, but you, your point you still can do stands, a lot, like, Dude, you can do a lot with fucking eight, like, what I have, but better. Like, huh. my laptop. Yeah. We can do a lot with just literally laptop. Well, that's, that's cool, then. That's good that uh, people are able to do that. And I, I guess I'm just saying that because it seems daunting to me because I'm afraid of computers and not good at using yeah. them. But, and, uh, yeah, I, I mean, I've heard people try to, like, make... And I know this isn't the argument you're making at all. I'm not saying that, but we, I'm sure we've all heard guys like talk about how rap music doesn't require any work or talent because yeah. you don't have to play guitar. And like, as I have delved into that genre more, I want to say like, that's bullshit. There is lots of low effort rap music, including shit that is huge, especially like recently and in the United States. Like some of that shit is like, yeah, this is so low effort. It's insane that it is even something people listen to. But to actually like have like, lyrics that are like where your flow is interesting and it's clever and you're delivering it even you know the thing where with rap music live where they have a vocal track going in the back like uh -huh. a lot of people don't like that i'm not in love with it either but like if you have like a pretty complex flow on a rap song and you fuck up a little bit like the same way any of us would fuck up playing guitar that will fuck you in that context like getting back on beat is really fucking hard at that point depending on well, what kind of rap music you're doing I would say a lot of those people probably don't even rehearse, too. Which is crazy also. Which is wild. Because yeah. at the end of the day, it's like, and not to be like, I guess, that guy, but like, 
a live concert for rappers for a lot of them is just like up oh, this is just me getting my, my paycheck yeah like who gives a shit like at the end of the day who gives a shit like people well, are gonna shit, go that is that shit is so lame yeah i mean and, but there's there's a lot of people that like there are people that put a fucking lot of effort into it and like props yeah. to those fucking people and I don't know. It's just like if no one's going to complain about it, then why would you ever fucking do anything different? Which is why, you know, I think I think it's kind of whack to have your fucking vocal track over it. Ad libs, other shit like that, having some of it. Yeah, it would be really easy to like after you've done the album, after you've done your fucking song, just be like, all right, let's like make a condensed like a make it like a vocal, like a vocalist track Mm -hmm. where I have a lot of the stuff like the big things in there were like, Your even if I mess up, there. I can yeah, like, yeah, you know, yeah. put out the mic. That was what I was thinking about. Like, yeah. Cause if those songs don't have like as many like cues as like a punk song would. Yeah. Like also how many times have we fucking watched a fucking punk act where half the time the vocalist is doing this? Yeah. You know, the whole time. And yeah. If listeners, I'm putting out the mic to have an audience member sing it. Yeah. I was watching weekend nachos do that. And like, Half the song is like that or someone grabbing the mic. So it's like, who gives a shit? Like people are going to if people like it, they will sing along to it. And it doesn't matter. You can literally just put the mic out and not have to sing at all. Yeah. Like and actually it's cooler that way. I think. Yeah. I mean, with rap music, I think it's maybe on some level good to if if people maybe uh, sort of go maybe back to like where that started, where it's like this is like being focused on just entertaining the crowd like a lot of that grime shit i'm into like that's where it came from was like pirate radio and raves and shit so like they weren't like i'm a rapper with songs but they're like i'm an mc and i'm doing a set and like i'm gonna do or say whatever makes this crowd go ape shit and yeah. like fuck everything else and like i guess you could apply to pretty much any kind of music i think a mistake is never like at the end of the day no one get like truly no one gives a shit yeah like as, as long as you bring it for the most part Fuck up a song every now and again. Eh, who gives a shit? Little off. Eh, who gives a fucking shit? As long as the energy's there. Yeah, that's, that's what, what matters. I feel, and I yeah. think a lot of people now bring shit. a lot of energy. It was like us For last sure. night. We messed up a couple songs with holy yeah, water. Yeah, definitely matter, yeah. with holy water. Uh, but I mean, again, I think we held it together, and it, no, it, nobody noticed. So yeah, you hit no some ad libs and <laughs> and like yeah, and this is just for people that play in bands like. No one gives no. Here's here's another thing. No one gives a shit about tone. No one like as long as it sounds pretty good for the most part and it doesn't sound like completely off. Doesn't sound like pineapple jacks. Yeah, which if you have a if you have decent tone beforehand, you shouldn't have that live for the most part. Yeah. If you have a competent sound engineer, like working there, I don't know who mm-hmm. who gives a shit. I've never been like. It's not the guitar tone's a little off. I'm not. That's not what I'm really used to. It would have to be really bad for it to actually bother me, which has does happen. Which sometimes. sometimes it's funny. It's, it's sometimes it's really funny. Well, I think Line we pretty six, much. Uh, I think we nailed. So yeah, it. check out that Clapton song. He's yeah. a legendary rock genius, brilliant Supposedly. musician. Um, Who lets his kid die? It's important that you think Eric Clapton is good for some reason. Yeah, I don't know if he was even on that top 500 list. Really, I don't I remember mean, that. I think Cream might have had a couple records. Maybe in, I think the Derek and the Domino's record is on there. I don't know about Solo though. That is a good call. Two thousand three. I, I, I would expect those to be on there. I don't remember. I think that Derek and the Domino's album should be on there, but okay. it would be like three seventy five. Yeah, yeah. 
Like, because it's not just him. Like, fucking Dwayne Allman's on that record. Oh, shit, yeah. I've, yeah. I've been really and That was, like, that one thing. of the last things he did before he died. I will have to check that album out more. It's a great, uh, honestly, great album. Layla, that's, that song is just killer song, I think. We should do an episode through. about that top 500 list, too. That'd be interesting. But so That'll kind of be a little, come there, come up little in the sneak future. peek on the next episode. Yeah, a little related. Yeah. Um, but that's, I think we're good. Uh, anything else, fellas? No, go no. Ch- check out our website, kingsofpunk.com. Yeah. Social media is linked on there. Um, we're going to have good stuff coming soon. I want to start doing more YouTube content videos. Um, I'm going to look into what gear we need to do, like reaction videos and shit, because I think that would be awesome. Um, and, uh, yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this. Uh, this is a good one. A little under the it. weather, but, uh, you know, I'll be back on my game a little more so soon. So uh, I'm Jake Razor from the Kings of Punk. I'm Tyler Hammer from Kings of Punk. I'm Gary U.S. Bombs from Kings of Punk, and uh, Bombs Away. Shag my friends tonight! tonight.